0: Hi, I'm Andrew, an entrepreneur and a computer science student.
1: Hi, I'm Vareen, a psychology major student.
0: And you're now listening to the Thoughts Podcast, where we ponder and talk about incongruous thoughts ranging from our daily life to the human mind.
2: Hey everyone. Welcome back to the Thoughts Podcast. So today it's quite a special episode again, Well, not just me and Vareen will be here. And today we have a guest on the pod as well. So today today we have Nelson and yes. Nelson,
3: would you like to say hi to the audience? Hello, hi everyone. Uh, pleasure to be here.
2: Yeah. Would you uh, also, Nelson? We're very interested in whatever you have been doing and actually what you are doing now. So before before we start with our questions, can you share a bit about your journey?
3: Right. Um. Well. Uh, very interesting. I'm um, interesting way. I mean, I'm not sure how should I get started, but uh, I'll try. Um. So. Uh, I grew up in this place called Pontian uh it's the most southeast of the peninsula Malaysia well in fact the whole peninsula um, so grew up in a humble family uh well very close to fishing village uh not exactly but uh grew up grew up with the nature you know my my childhood time was all about you know going out to play uh the the marbles go out catch fishes uh Fighting fish, uh, whatever, right? So, uh, spiders, fighting spiders, all this stuff. So, uh, very unlike to you know, to to the to the. Well, I mean, the the city city kids. Uh, yeah,
2: I have to totally different. agree that I, I guess I never like those those stuff that you're playing is something that I heard from my dad. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, from my dad. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, like, it's like a generation back, but I guess that's that's a cool thing as well. Like you're you're able to be, keep in touch in nature just by like you know being back like uh, staying in uh, quite a more rural area.
3: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> exactly what my my friends told me. Right, you know, that's the things that their their parents did uh, when they were young. So their parents were young, so yeah, that's how I grew up. Uh, you know, got a pretty decent result uh, in SPM, then uh, then uh, got a scholarship uh, to pursue my education. So I read aerospace engineering in university. So, and then later when I graduated, uh, I didn't pursue anything about aerospace engineering. I came back to serve my bond with Kazana. So I, I I work as an investment analyst, and then uh, thought quite interesting to be in uh, in the. Uh, What's it called? A, a startup field. So I tried. I mean, I joined a, a startup called Pop Meals, previously called Damakan. It's there to help out with their fundraising, uh, some special projects, and hiring as well. So within we the CEO office. So uh, mm-hmm. and then realized that hey, you know what? Uh, I want to come back to education because uh, back in university days, uh, I was really appreciated of, uh, appreciative of appreciative uh, of the scholarship given to me. Right, blessed with to me so started this uh, project at so an, an NGO which provides scholarship to other students so education has always been close to my heart so I wanted to come back to the education field and to play something you know to, to, to do some projects within that field and see what can I do in uh, to contribute better to the, to the society in the education field yeah
0: okay okay that's nice that's
3: nice
2: but yes um, just a very interesting uh, part in your journey is that initially, you know, uh, well, I guess I I actually knew you through Project Ed. I mm. I, I heard about it and it's a cool project. But now Thanks. that I speak to you, I guess the most interesting thing is that you studied aerospace yeah. engineering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I may mean, I know where uh, from 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 uh, from which which university do you study? And like, 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 why why did you get into like aerospace engineering? Like, what's your what 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 was your calling when when you thought of joining that? Right.
3: Right. So um, I read my aerospace engineering degree at University of Southampton. So, uh, yeah, so very blessed with a scholarship to do that. Uh, without that, you know, I would have been uh, working at a Japanese restaurant. Well, I actually started working at a Japanese restaurant after SPM. So didn't intend to study. Uh, it was a scholarship that came in, came through me with a, with a, with a letter. So, you know, after mm-hmm. you got a, got a certain results in spm then you automatically bursary, right from from gpa so that was how i got mm-hmm. and uh then when i was thinking hey what i want to do right so realized that you know I, I, was, I was quite interested i mean i've always been interesting in, uh, interested in uh, uh, engineering and particularly aircrafts so i thought that's quite mm-hmm. fun uh so i was like okay uh, i wanted to be a pilot when i was young but then uh, you know a lot of retrenchments uh, a lot of uh instability in terms of uh in terms of career right so i thought okay maybe let's do something closer which is uh, aerospace engineering so so yeah i did enjoy my four years in, in, in university and appreciate the the opportunity to see see the larger world uh from the high sky right so yeah i mean did mm-hmm. participate in a uh, in lot quite a bit of uh gliding clubs and also fly some planes and also so pretty fun yeah i enjoyed that yeah that
1: sounds so cool would you <laughs> think that you 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 are the type of person that always know what you want to do, or you just explore along the way, the journey oh, the way. Yeah.
3: Well, I guess I've always been quite uh, re- adventurous. I'll put it this way. I'm quite mm-hmm. adventurous, so I love to play. I always treat things like uh, you know, uh, to play. So yeah, you know, just have fun play. But uh, of course with with some boundaries, right? So some of the boundaries, for instance, uh, that I set for myself. Of course, uh, you don't do drugs, something that illegal. <laughs> but, so secondly, uh, if you are a student, you know, you need to remember what's your rule, right? So I, I set a boundary with my parents, well, or rather with my scholarship provider. Uh, their, their requirement was the second upper. So, I mean, I told my parents, that, hey, you know what, I'll get your first class. Uh, but then beyond that, uh, from 70 to 90, you know, like 70 is the first class for our UK system. Right? I was like, uh, you, don't, mm-hmm. you don't bother asking me to do like 70 to 90, right? So let me go and do something else. So... So yeah, so I'm that kind of person. So I did a lot of fun in the uh, in the UK. I work I mm-hmm. work as an editor in a in a, in a in a uni library. So I Ooh. I work at like five thirty AM to eight thirty AM. I'm a morning bird, so uh, so I wake up like around six anyway. So I was like, okay, maybe let's go mm-hmm. and work laugh, You know, so that I can earn some money. Yes, it's pretty good. That pay. is really smart. That is really smart. <laughs> Twelve pounds an hour. No one was doing. Oh, no one wow. was there. So like literally, I just it was clean. So there's no like, <laughs> stuff right. So. It was pretty clean, so I just did some minor cleaning and all. It's pretty good money, like to be honest. So, so I did that. I work in an in a English Premier League club. Uh, so I work as a Ooh. waiter uh, during uh, during uh, what's it called uh, the, the the competition day. I mean the league uh, the game match day. So I mm. I, I with,
2: guess uh, like the, the vibe is really really different, right? Like you can see how excited they are.
3: Yeah, it was fun. So I work with this. Uh, I work with the uh, what's it called? Uh, Southampton Football Club. So hmm. St. Mary's stadium. So I haven't got the chance because like, we speak Mandarin right? as a Chinese in Malaysia. So, uh, the owner is, uh, is a China Chinese. Whoa. So okay. they needed someone who can speak Mandarin to serve him and his guests. So I even got oh, a okay. chance to, to, to serve him directly. So that was like pretty cool experience. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Interesting. Uh, so, so we even talk a bit and all right. So that's like crazy. And, and, and yeah, you don't, you don't simply get a chance to watch a match in a room, in, in the, in the, in the owner's room, you know, together with yeah the, yeah, like,
2: like in the boss room, like, <laughs> you,
3: you stand and you have to serve, but then it's like, it's like an interesting experience. And also mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that's how I, 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 I see, you know, it's always about exploring because, uh, we like at, at the, at the younger age is all about exploring because without exploring, you are only exposed to this then you if you already pinpoint down a focus then you wouldn't know if that's you 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 choose from a limited options yeah to focus mm-hmm. on but then if you explore it large enough wide enough then you have mm-hmm. a you know my right of uh, of things that you can uh, you can choose from right that you want to focus on so so yeah i mean always explore yeah
0: okay okay wow that
2: that is cool i mean like like even though you kind of set boundaries uh I guess both of us, I, we are more of like, we are, how do we say, it? we are more conservative. We are more, we follow more of a safer, a, a, a safer boundary when, 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 uh, earlier, earlier during our university, even recently where, where, where we try to, you know, go, go with like a more freer boundary. We kind of like experiment more things. Yeah, <laughs> still, still, still not as, not as wild as yours. like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is really cool, like, like your experience and all that.
3: I mean, yeah. I guess this all, bow, uh, this all you know, arise from this uh, curiosity, right? You know, it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. One, it's fun to earn money while working in a university <laughs> library. You know, you yeah. just do clean yeah. a bit of stuff, so good pay. It's fun to work in a, in a, in a Premier League club, you know, with your friends mm-hmm. together during mm-hmm. match day. It's fun to go for an exchange that, uh, you know, we, I was in uh, Toulouse for uh, six months. Uh, so Thank doing exchange and back in uh, another university called Isai Supaya. So it's fun to go to France without knowing how to fi- speak French. And then, <laughs> so uh, like, yeah, eventually. Something we have like, yet to do. Yeah, six months later, <laughs> then you know how to speak French, like conversational French. So so that, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: you went there for like six months?
3: Yeah, I was there Is for it? about six months. And uh, yeah, oh, so from zero French. I mean, I, I learned French back in, uh, I knew I needed to go. So I learned French uh, before I went. Mm-hmm. But then it's totally, you know, like zero, zero practical experience, <laughs> right? It's, it's quite shit. So, so only when I reached there, then only I learned a lot of, you know, practical terms, right? So,
2: oh, did you uh, went there for like, like some kind of like exchange or something? Yeah, or is it program, like program? I was there for a
3: semester abroad. So I learned, I I studied there for six months. Yeah. Mm. That is impressive. That's wow! Fun, yeah. you, you
2: went fun. there with nothing and then like, yeah, like, and That's just figure out your way and finally and uh, you I mean, just get get less yeah. of French in the end.
3: <laughs> it, it was scary to be fair i mean i'm I'm more like a ambivalent you know a lot of times I need my own uh, private time and and i'm mm-hmm. I still have this struggle not to i mean I still have this struggle to when I need to ask somebody stuff right it's like I don't wanna trouble somebody right, so it's it's like mm-hmm. I, I need to prep myself a lot, you know how do I ask and all right but uh but yeah, I guess that's some some kind of training ground for for me back in the days like yeah that I, I, that trains me a better person in terms of, uh, asking the right stuff when you need help. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah, that's,
2: <laughs> that, that's already impressive that you, I can't imagine myself, like I, I wouldn't be confident enough to like, just, I, I, I thought when you said you went f- to France, I'll tell you, like, you know, you know, not, not, you, you know, nothing about French. And then you went there for a trip. I didn't know that you went there <laughs> not, not knowing French and then stayed there for like six months. Which you're like Yeah, no, Okay. So, Mind blowing.
3: Initially, I wanted to go to the US. I mean, the, the, it got mm-hmm. me to choose between US and France, right? I was like, okay, I've uh, been there once. I mean, I've been there several times, like one, two times in the US. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's not too fun, you know. Uh, maybe I should go <laughs> somewhere else that I. I mean, nice. France, wow. Toulouse Impressive. is where the aerospace uh, is, right? So, Airbus okay, is, yeah. Is there. So I was like, okay, let's go there and have uh, and, and see, lah, I mean, how things go. So it was quite fun. I met a lot of friends mm-hmm. uh, yeah, from different, different nationalities. I was the only one from Southampton and the only Malaysian, Mm. right? So, so it's like, uh, but there, there are quite a few Singaporeans, which, uh, you know, became good friends. (laughs) We became good friends and all.
2: Yeah. Oh, but yeah, just one geeky question. Did you get to see a Concorde? (laughs) Oh yes.
3: Yeah. 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 We saw Concorde Concorde one of of the coolest, coolest plant. Yeah. Yeah, That's this, uh, museum and all. So we, we literally went up and see, go into the Concorde and see how it works. Yeah. That's quite fine, yeah. Okay, okay, that's cool.
1: Yeah, but, but how do you feel when you when you when you're preparing that? Um, I mean, when you're about to go to France and you, when you're preparing yourself, how do you feel? Like because you're going alone, right? I mean,
3: it was, it was okay. I mean, I I I I love back solo backpack trips. So I do oh. a lot of quite a bit of a solo backpack when I was in the UK and uh, even before the UK. So Southeast Asia and also, so I guess uh oh. I I I love this kind of uh. Uh, a bit of my me time but having that so it's like uh, going consistently between comfort zone and within and out of comfort zone right so that kind of uh, that kind of uh, so this stretches me to expand my comfort zone kind of uh, area right that's what i feel so 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 how do i prep uh answering your question well, i didn't actually prep i know it will, it will it will i will screw up but anyways i was like just go i, was just having, I guess the enjoyment and excitement uh mm. over over the, the the nervousness i guess so so mm. only until when i landed uh toulouse airport right so i was like wow fuck. <laughs> uh, I, spoke, I spoke in my my limited french i Google googled I prep uh, no one could understand i i gave up i spoke in english no one answered me in english they keep answering me in french until oh like God. this this dude like uh after five six times i asked him in english right he came back with me like oh, okay now you should go here i was like dude if you know how to speak english why not you know? <laughs> let speak english first time you know like why why do you bother to speak english? you know how i can't speak french like so so that, that kind of uh i, was, yeah, I get, I was, it, I get it french people that have that pride so after you know how to speak french they're good people i i enjoy my time in france it, it's a like, Okay. Especially the more sub up areas, yeah, it's super fun, yeah. Okay, okay,
2: but yes, like interesting thing that knowing that you 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 enjoy solo backpacking. So, like, how like I guess screwing up is totally fine. It's definitely part of the journey in in solo backpacking. But the the key question I have is like, how do you balance between like you know uh like being alone and then like the safety the safety part about solo backpacking? Mm.
3: I guess for guys, it's slightly uh. Well, privilege in the sense that, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, not not really privilege, but uh, well, you have something lesser to, uh, to, to 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 worry about, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I do learn. I mean, I do learn some martial arts like since young. So, oh. if anything happens, I, I I hope I can call a protect myself. Uh, <laughs> if I see a gun, I will definitely run. So, uh, well, sorry, <laughs> run. So, but anyway, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's for sure, right? So, so, uh, safety wise, I guess uh, you know, always know. At super late night, you know, when the boundary to get home, you know, a, and make sure that if you if you can't walk, I mean, I always walk, right? You know, there was one mm-hmm. sled, I I was like, okay, uh, I was in uh, where was it? I was in Bordeaux, uh, yeah, Bordeaux. Bordeaux. I was there. So I was like, okay, no one, I just walked the, the whole city. I don't I don't want to take a public transport, right? So I, I was literally nice. walking for like the next three days. So I got to see a lot of different stuff. I, I enjoyed seeing different, different things, right? So I, I, I clocked, uh, I was walking about, what, 20,000 steps a day. So I was like, mm-hmm. wow, wow, that's crazy. 20 plus thousand days a day. I was like, wow, shit, my, my muscles was super crazy. <laughs> but but it was quite fun because... Uh, the first day I screwed up a bit because uh, I came back I was quite late already. I was like, okay, I, I was quite kind of insisting uh by, by walking. I was like, Oh shit. I saw a lot of people, you know, like uh in, in, in this gangster kind of uh kind of kind of style, right? I was like, Oh shit, this, mm-hmm. this much won't be right. So so I keep walking fast. This is the lesson learned, you know, the next day you don't come back too late. So this is just one example, right? So 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 yeah, I mean safety wise it's quite okay. Uh loneliness wise, uh well I guess two parts of me. One part of me uh, wanting me to, uh, stretch out of the comfort zone to talk to more people mm-hmm. to meet new friends. Uh, another part of me is like, okay, I just want my time, so don't catch out me, right? So that kind of uh, so so it's so some some balance needed. So one example, right, very funny. Uh, and and it changed my life in terms of how I view a uh, worldview, right? Is that I was same. I was in when I was in Bodu. Uh, I I saw people mm-hmm. playing basketball. So basketball is like uh my my favorite sport. So uh more. Well, way, 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 way in the list. So, so, so yeah, I mean, I was looking at uh, the homeless people playing basketball. Mm -hmm. So I was there, I was, I was concerning about you know I wanted to play because I know I that, that's super attractive you know to me like it's like a, uh like I cannot resist it's that. It's cool. Right? There's
2: people people playing together like oh yeah, yeah. I want to join them be part of them like enjoy yes. the fun.
3: But then the thing is I have my backpack. I was waiting for I mean I was waiting for my uh train back to back to Toulouse. So so I was there mm-hmm. waiting I was like there's another one plus hour right. So uh, I was worried that I wanted to play but I want I was worried that you know if, if I put my back down there are homeless people, uh you know people mm-hmm. they take my stuff and child and whatnot right so i was like oh shit should mm-hmm. i so it took me like 15-20 uh, minutes to you know convince myself i wouldn't say convinced but you know to to self-talk to myself somehow and and, and mm-hmm. there's one dude came i mean the one of the homeless people they're playing they, they came in i mean he, he came and asked me what, if i want to play right apparently they mm-hmm. speak better english than the uh, than the normal french <laughs> Yeah, I mean that, that's a skill okay, cool. right they need to they need to survive. So anyway, so mm, so, yeah. so I decided to, you know, put my bags down and play with them and nothing happened, right? So that changed my life in terms of uh in, in terms of my world perspective towards uh, homeless mm. people. In fact they're, they're fun mm-hmm. people, they talk me, they they share with me, you know, hey where, where, where is the good food and whatnot, right? So and why are they, mm-hmm. they ended up here and then yeah, we had a good we had we had a good time. So that was quite fun. So that's like my a, okay. a best example if I, you know, when I go, when I share with my friends about uh, solo backpack trips, uh, that's always my uh, my go-to examples to share with, like one of the most memorable uh, experiences, yeah.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. sometimes I guess, um, I don't know, maybe we were taught that, you know, we need to, we need to be a bit cautious when mm. people are a bit too different. Yeah. But sometimes it turns out that because of that difference, they are actually not, they're they they're, they're better than us. They're they're not, 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 not worse than us. It's it's us that we I guess we, we, we care too a bit to a bit too much too much about ourselves. That, yeah. that that we put too much focus on ourselves, but and then they are actually they are homeless, they 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 are kinda of in the worst situation and sometimes mm. they are willing they are willing to help more than mm. many others yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah, or
1: maybe we generalize the thing the the thing that people have been telling us to everybody in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but in fact oh. maybe it's not the truth
3: yeah no actually yes i mean but then it's also you know caveat if, if you see anything wrong you know need to need to really run you know don't 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 don't, don't like, uh, you're you are the angel you know everyone is super there's, there's still there's still a lot of things that you need to worry about now and you need to be careful about in, a, in this world right so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: but yes it's very interesting to hear about you spent two years in the uk and then like in in, in, in uh, like sometime in france as well right within yeah. these two years is it yeah okay but after that, you came back to Malaysia, and mm. then you switch from your aerospace engineering directly into the investment field.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started mm. out with uh, Kazana as an uh, as a public equity analyst. So uh, mm. what it means really is just uh, we analyze stocks, uh, companies, uh, well sectors if they are mm. interesting. Uh, if there's any interesting opportunities to invest in, yeah. So I work with mm. uh, I, I work th- uh, within the Semiconductor tech hardware kind of a portfolio. So because of my mm-hmm. background in engineering, so I slightly understand a little bit more on uh, in terms of the how the technical stuffs going on, right? So so yeah, not a lot, but yeah. Mm. But
2: like, what what made you switch directly like from like engineering and then especially aerospace engineering right. into like like business investment field?
3: Mm. So I guess uh, one, uh, I have to serve my bond for sure uh, mm-hmm. with Kazana. So second. Um, I think I've, I'm generally interested in business, so hmm. how, how business can create sustainable uh, impact to the community. So I thought uh, being investments get me to see how from uh, one side of the investment table, how businesses run. So how, what are the key metrics to, to, to look out for when you, when you run a business? What are the things that you need to strategize and, and, and play, right? So in, in, in order to make stuff happen. So, so yeah, I guess that's the main two reasons why, two main reasons why I, you know, uh, joined Kazana as an uh, investment analyst, yeah.
0: Mm, Okay. Okay. Okay.
3: So how long did you spend there again? I am, I was there for over a year. So I decided that, you know, um, interesting stuff. I learned my, I learned my stuff. I, I enjoyed my Mm -hmm. whole entire one year, one year plus. So Mm -hmm. I really love the people there just that uh, I thought it's it's also interesting to to join another side which is the startup side, to see what works and what not right so so I mean I always treat my career as uh, some kind of uh, having fun as well play uh, <sighs> see see what works what doesn't uh, what do I not like what do I not like then mm-hmm. only figure things out because like 20s uh, it's more about experiencing different things than uh, than 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 specializing because if you don't explore enough, you can't focus at the right, uh, yeah, yeah, right, right path. Okay. So, yeah, that's how I feel. But you know, if someone figures this out earlier, no, for sure, go ahead. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. That's cool. But yeah, like, like, cause uh, when you talk about Kazana National, it it kind of makes me feel like you know, it's kind of like, uh, JP Morgan in Malaysia or something. Is it like like how, what 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 is your experience when you're working in the like? Right.
0: Mm.
3: So I guess uh, so slightly well, I mean maybe uh, uh, some context to what investments is, right? So Kazana is a sovereign wealth fund. So mm-hmm. we, we are directly under the minister of, uh, Ministry of Finance. So what it means mm-hmm. is that we actually owns the money. What it means is that uh, we actually are the buy side. So in investments, mm-hmm. people call it buy side and sell side. Sell side means uh, providing a service of, uh, to, to this buy side people so that they will invest in some, some. JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, all these are sell side. Because they don't oh, okay. own, own the assets, but uh, for okay. Kazana, we own the assets because some of the assets are passed from from the Ministry of Finance, right? So, so oh. our responsibility, we are our, our responsibility, is to invest the money and make sure it will create long-term wealth for the nation. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so there's a lot of departments, and within that, I'm parked under the public equity, um, which means uh, the public markets. That mm-hmm. simply means uh. I get to invest in... I mean, I I, I don't invest, but I recommend companies that are worth investing to our fund managers, which is also within the team. Those people will see, pick and choose and uh, invest. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay.
2: Did you get to see... Uh, did you get to meet the finance minister? I'm just interested.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, unfortunately not... Uh, so there was a chance but uh not I, I didn't attend because i was i wasn't around or something i forgot already but we really, didn't really have all these kind of uh events going on and sometimes they were uh but in fact i met him at tamantugu when i was uh, jogging so <laughs> wow okay okay
2: i guess i guess that's that's better
3: <laughs> why, why are you here so, i mean maybe really, i didn't say but i was like why the hell are you here okay
2: okay okay but yeah i guess uh y- after this you went into the, the startup side of things. But it is it is uh, is it during this period where where the project uh, the idea of Project Ad like comes out and then you started working on it?
3: Oh no, uh, Project Ed came way earlier, which is uh when mm. during the university time. I started this oh, okay. uh, back in twenty seventeen. So mm. way before I graduated. So Project Ed uh, so it came because uh, we realize. I mean, I realized one thing, so two things. So one, uh, students, a lot of students don't get the opp- equal, um, equal opportunity to access to quality education because of one, mm. they don't have the exposure. They don't know mm. what and where to go after SPM, right? So, uh, sec- mm. after secondary school. And secondly, uh, more importantly, they don't have the sufficient funding capacity right, or capabilities to, to fulfill their uh, higher education dream. So, uh, quite interestingly, uh <laughs> I I I had excess of a uh, scholarship allowance, so I was like, okay, prep. Uh, why mm. not? Uh, let me just donate uh fifty, forty five ringgit a month, which is about ten dollars, mm. right? So back then, so mm. uh, yeah, less than less than less than a, less than a meal in uh if you eat outside in the uh, in the UK, right? So mm. if you go to all, it's like nine pounds, eight pounds. So so yeah, I got a, a bunch of friends who wanted to donate as well to mm. contribute. So we got we found this uh, by creating a scholarship fund. A four scholars by scholars scholarship fund, meaning that uh, it's, it's run by students. It's, mm. uh, contributed by students and it's giving out to students as well. So, mm. so yeah, I guess it's, it's quite fun. And then we realized one thing after collecting all this money, right? Shit, we have a lot of money, but then, uh, uh the impact is small, <laughs> right? So we, we, run this scholarship every year, but then the, the people that we impact is small, although that deep, right? So then we realized, mm. okay, why not let's, uh, because all of us, right, the students, are, we are the assets because our knowledge is the assets because uh, mm. we, we got into the university. And that mm. means that the journey of getting into the university, how do you apply for university, what course do you want to study, and all this is unique. And not everyone knows. If you ask a 30-year-old, right, they will tell you, hey, uh, last time I did this, but then the whole UCAS application has changed, right? So things like this. Okay. So, so, so I thought that's quite powerful. So we share it with, uh, with, uh, with a lot of people. Uh, with a lot of students, uh, we run our uh, workshops uh, in rural areas, underserved communities. So we went to mm-hmm. Sabah, Sempona, and we took uh, mm-hmm. we took we went there. You know, we we took a uh, we took like a boat, we got all the way into <laughs> islands, and then only into the school. Wow. Right, so that's quite fun. So so in uh, to Pahang, Johor, Perak, different different places. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, but
2: yes, I believe like uh like while while we well, well, you founded a Project at like then but then after that there's like a team that's supporting this whole thing right oh, like okay. like quite quite a huge team like uh, how many people was, was was in your team
3: so we have uh we had um about six core team members so my, wow. my team so we, we co-founded this i mean the whole initiative and then we mm-hmm. had over uh hundred over people contributing to the fund uh, consistently mm-hmm. and then uh, over over hundred over hundred over students who are contributing in terms of volunteering to different places to mm-hmm. do the workshops. Yeah, uh, on and off because uh, sometimes it's just that not one not everyone is free during that particular time to run the workshop. So so yeah, we only run one workshop, which is to ex- provide exposure to different uh, tertiary education pathways. Yeah.
0: Oh okay
3: okay, but
2: the interesting question is, like I believe when you find uh, you you find members of this team, you're trying to find like kind of like people that align with the vision or like kind of like-minded people mm. and where did you find them right yeah because right. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. it's not a simple search on google that you know just result <laughs> in people that i can like partner with to, to, to start a social enterprise something like that yeah
3: yeah so, I, I guess uh it, it, i'm pretty lucky because uh, i do have a network of uh, scholars friends uh because mm. i was in right so and then uh uh, found people who are interested to contribute so a lot of times i just find people who who has been a contributor to the project at contributing monthly mm. and then from there they ask a lot more questions they want to volunteer then why not just come and help right so uh so that we can we can build something together so so yeah that's how it grew naturally i guess uh because of uh what story and the messaging that that you share as a person mm. right and, and 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 people got attracted because of that particular message that you share aligned, mm-hmm. then they will generally come in and ask so for example one 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 team member Preston my my friend right so he, he came in because of my one sharing in uh, one of the events and one of the events that I shared my my project at and then he came and asked hey you know what he was just an A-level student back then right not even in university so he graduated A-levels in enrolling into university so it's like hey you know can I contribute because I love what you do and he, wow. he first joined as a as a website developer, helping us to, to, to enhance and help on un- improve our website whatsoever and then he volunteered to do some workshops and then slowly progressively and then yeah he he, he was heading the, the whole project eventually. So so yeah, that's how it grew. And then and then and he grew as a as a person as well, right? So so those are the times that I see like interesting people growing and fulfilling their potentials. Hmm
2: okay 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 that is cool that is cool but yeah like uh is is project ad still going on right now or is it because i saw that there's, there's like like not much update on the website
3: right recently so, like mm. so what we do is that uh, i i pass it down to juniors already so the juniors mm. run it uh in, in their own way and then for mm. now i guess there's some uh what's it called uh pivots in terms of how it, they want to oh. run so so i mean i i do give them their whole full responsibility to do <laughs> so i mean i'm out i'm a 26 year old dude i graduated like three years, two, three years ago. So I'm out of <laughs> this league anyway. So I was like, okay, uh, you're, you're just do uh, whatever, you know, that's benefiting the, the, the people. So I guess there's something going on. I I hope mm-hmm. there's a there's new thing coming up very, very soon so that people, more people will be able to uh, get benefited. Yeah.
0: Oh.
2: So is Project Ad trying to be like, like always uh, continuing, trying to be like a student, a student contributing to to, to student thing? Yes, it?
3: absolutely. So I guess uh, that was how I, uh, how ambition when I started, so it's always a student-run organization. So there's no mm-hmm. point, you know, hogging hogging that place until like when you're 30, when you're already outdated of uh, of the whole uh, university application and whatever, right? So that's uh, just bullshit to me. So so yeah, I mean, it's it's good for the people who need advice, who need assistance in terms of exposure. It's also good for people who are running it so that they can get a real life exposure in terms of how you run, how you manage people, how you how you how you yeah do good, right? So. So I I guess it's a both sides, uh it's a win win for all. Yeah.
2: Okay, okay. I guess one impressive uh, one impressive thing is that you started this whole initiative, you know, you started to help people. But the another thing that, 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 that is a lot more like like impressive is the fact that you are able to, you know, just step down and then just like pass it on to pass it down to the next generation, like at such su- such a early stage of it and then just like let it continually run on its own. Like can I know how, like, like, how did you do that? <laughs> like, like, and how did you like find, like, kind of like a successor to it?
3: <laughs> well, I guess, uh, I mean, I, I always have, I mean, one, like I shared, right. You know, uh, it's always a student run organization. Oh, I want it to be a student run organization. I always share mm. with people, right. Even with my team members and, and, and outside. So it's like, uh, uh, if project Ed will close down. Hopefully, mm-hmm. one day Project ad will close down. So that's what mm. I, I oh. because like, like
2: it's kind of like there's no need for it to exist anymore. <laughs> exactly.
3: So because there's no need to exist, right? So you know when uh, when everyone gets equal opportunity to pursue their especially higher education, whether or not they want to, right? So mm-hmm. uh, so there's no need like there's no need for this whole thing, right? So so yeah, I mean, I hopefully one day all NGO will. All NGOs will close down for good because there's no need for them anymore, right? So, yeah. so yeah, that means the world is a is a real good way, right? A real good world, so so everyone wants to live in and with, in, in in good balance and pro- prosperity, right? So, so that's how I thought, right? So, so uh, that's why there's no need to 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 hawk that place. There's I mean, there's nothing that you can earn from that. So, so 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 yeah, uh, apart from just trouble and a lot of uh, hard work, right? So. Uh, <laughs> So, okay. so, yeah, right. Why, why bother doing that? So, so that's one. And then, in terms of finding successes, uh, so we got a team to 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 have this. Uh, we call it apprentice. When you when almost mm-hmm. the time that I wanted to uh, pass it down, so that was quite fun. So we had these people to come in and uh, and help out more progressively to do to take more lead, and then eventually to play with different stuff. and and from there they start to take more lead role, and then uh, the original team members. Start to take the advisory kind of role to help out in on, on the side. So that's how we slowly transition. And then, uh, to be honest, not not very good part. So I mean, that was our first time doing that, right? So a lot of screw up things, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of trouble. So, <laughs> so not the best transition ever. But uh, it took uh, mm-hmm. us some time to figure things out, lah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's not all. But
2: yeah, I guess it's like it's always try and error. Then you, you 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 eventually figure out the way, and then the next time you do it, you still screw up. Even though you 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 know you, you tried an error before, you thought that it would work well. No, it's not gonna work well. It's still gonna be a new thing. But I guess that's the fun of figuring things out. You know, you, in the end, when it worked out, I was like, oh yes, yeah, finally it works.
3: <laughs> so it's not a it's not always a bright and shine kind of thing, right? So I also want to share the other side of the of the of the of the you know of the full story, lah. Yeah. Mm okay okay cool i love that i love yeah. that
1: you, you know like many people when when they work so hard on something um, when it's time for them to like um, step down or let it go they had so, so much hard feelings and complicated feeling do you have that when you're like like um giving it i mean not giving it, like passing it down to your juniors
3: yeah of course i guess uh that's because you know you so-called this is uh, your baby right you know you, you yeah. started this yeah, yeah. you know from nothing to something then you, you're giving out so that there's nothing anymore. Right. So, so I guess, uh, it's just a process of, uh, looking forward and moving on. So I know, uh, that there are a lot of more stuff that I wanted to do. So this is just the starting, uh, in the education field. Right. So there's so many things happening. There's so many problems. So I love when I was doing intern in one of the consulting firms, you know, there's mm-hmm. this, a partner was saying this, right. If 50% of our, of us here, management consultants, mm-hmm. uh, it's like uh, if fifty percent of us here contributing our brain juice to to the to the to the societal environmental problems in the world, right? So the world will be a better place. But then uh, oh, we, yeah. we suck because we want money, right? So, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, quote unquote, so, 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 yeah, that's that's why um uh, it takes lower, right? So, so, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a lot more problems that to be solved uh and 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 see how things can be run. So rather than just hogging on one one thing, right? Pass it down so that people can do. Move on, do something else. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Mm. I love that. Thank you. Yeah,
2: but yeah, like uh, right after, right after Kazana, right after Knaza, like like what 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 was the you you said that you know you kind of got tired of like corporate is it and then you decided to jump on to like like startup scene.
3: Mm. Yeah. I guess this yeah. instead of tired might not be the right word, but uh, but mm. more of uh, uh, trying to explore a different route. Oh, so okay. I guess that's something that's more fast paced. That's more ownership driven. Uh, you know, uh, brick and fail kind of stuff, right? So, so yeah. would you say
2: like like, like project Ad like kind of made you wanna go try out the startup feel? Yeah, I Is guess it? so.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess uh, that's how how I started to feel. You know, the itch of uh, trying to <laughs> brick and fail kind of still nice. stuff. Right? Break, fail, learn, okay. unlearn. You know, hopefully. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. I guess that's how I, you know, decided to why not, you know, let's do something else. And opportunity came in because, uh, uh, well, I mean, mm-hmm. founders of, uh, uh, what's that called? I got a friend from uh, who know the founders of uh, Portmills, and then eventually got introduced, and they love what I was doing in terms of impact world. And then I, I thought like, quite interesting to work with them directly. Like so, mm-hmm. not everyone got a chance to work with uh, with a with a YC back. Uh, Rakuten Bank companies, uh company like uh directly with the founders, so I mm. thought it's quite fun to, to learn from them. So so yeah, I guess that's uh how I you know, got on boarded, yeah. Okay.
2: But yeah, like um Yes, well, you're working working in you in, in, you're working in a CEO office, right?
3: Yes, yes, yes.
2: Like what does that mean? Like is that like you're working as an assistant or you're working like like with the CEO but then not as the assistant something? Like that?
3: Right. Uh, I guess uh, both 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 ways are so correct. So I guess uh, within the CEO office, there's a lot of stuff that a CEO needs to think about. So uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of special projects, uh, business sales, uh, you know, hiring. Um, uh, what's that, Other fundraising, you know, investor relations kind of stuff. You essentially will build build a lot of decks. You will do a lot of calculations. Uh, de- those decks and calculations that you will need to use rather than build it for fun, right? So, so, mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah build- I saw
2: that you you put it on LinkedIn. You did a lot of pretty uh, presentations.
3: <laughs> so, uh, you, build, you build decks that are actually using, that are actually useful so for to, to, to close deals, to close sales, mm-hmm. to close partnerships, to close uh, fundraising, right? For instance. So, so mm-hmm. these are the stuff that I did uh, uh, when I was in the CEO office. So, yes, mm-hmm. you can see it. Uh, if it, it is the you are the assistant but uh you can also say it is the it's actually a fast track to becoming uh management in a startup right so which Ooh. means if you are good enough you will be able to uh lead or head a team oh. within because uh yeah let's say if you are super good in the uh sales then uh, after doing a while because you they see can it, like, just pass
2: it, you on to like ma- many the the, the wholesale teams yes, like that.
3: exactly rather than climbing from a sales executive blah 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 all the way up oh. right so so i guess that's a that's a fast track not for everyone because um, i guess mm-hmm. one uh, it's it's messy so you got to do different different stuff uh, even like uh, you going to take some minutes when uh, when 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 there's a call you know some of the some of the important calls right which makes sense because uh, need import take down important notes right so and mm-hmm. also you need to know how to talk to the people talk to the founders I mean I always mm-hmm. see this as a conversation bridge between founders and the working levels so a lot of times mm-hmm. they are things that uh, working levels have issues with but then don't know how to talk to the founders, right? So, especially the founders are all uh, non-Malaysian. They're thinking
2: a bit too far away with it, like, like too, too, too far ahead in the vision, something like that.
3: And a lot of times yeah, are just <laughs> high-level stuff, right? So, you need to bridge that, that gap. So, so, yeah, I guess that's how, how I view mm. it and it's quite interesting to, to, to work. It's uh, cool. I, I wouldn't rec- recommend you to work for like a five ten years as a chief of staff, you know, or 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 within the CEO office, right? But uh, mm. it's a good experience, one, two-year experience so that Eventually, if someone wants to, this is for people who want to start their own company eventually, and want to mm. see, want to be at the you know first row of this uh, train to see what's going on and, and at the
2: front how, seat, like saying yeah. what was happening, what's in the scene. Correct. Yeah.
3: correct, correct, correct. From there, then okay, okay uh, you decide if you want to continue to uh, build a company or you know you go back to to, 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 to another employment, right? So so yeah, mm. that's basically how, how how I view it. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: But right after that, so are you now, because now you are, I, I saw you're in a career, quite recently, I think like two, yeah. two, two, months ago, right? You began your, your career break. Are you already what? planning for your, for your next company your your next venture?
3: Uh, I will say, I mean, career break, because uh, that's what uh, uh, LinkedIn allows me to, uh, to put, uh, I don't know what else they can uh, let me put. <laughs> that the career break you know is still... i
2: think it's quite a recent thing yeah. i think i think previously they didn't have that but yeah. like i think after covid many people are like, doing career breaks now and then like okay yeah. they, they 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 thought of that as an option so they, they start introducing that which is a good thing
3: that's this instead of a typical career break you know uh, really rest rest it's more of exploring uh different passion projects so i'm currently mm-hmm. you know currently working also with uh, Langit, uh uh, where I'm currently wearing their shirt. So basically, what they do is that they bridge uh, urban and rural economies. So uh, by okay. uh, through through farming products. So for instance, they their are, their are, their are home their main product is rice. So they have this alum rice, which is incredibly great and uh, one of the. What is that? Rice, can can, can you let rice. me know
2: what what is alum rice? What's okay, that?
3: alum rice is uh so so every if I if I understand fully, I mean quote uh unquote," <laughs> so <laughs> I, I guess I'm right. So uh, I think I'm right, but anyways, <laughs> so what, what it does is that uh, uh, it's, it's rice every every cycle, every uh planting and harvesting cycle, they will leave a bit, they will okay. keep a bit of their of their, of their, of their seeds seeds rice basically. Oh, okay. Rice is So so from there they will then use it to plant for the next uh cycle, mm. so that it is mm. passed down gener- in, in in terms of generations okay. sort of. So that that's why they call it heirloom rice and uh they are they are they are farmers out in uh, within uh, in, in sarawak it's called this is this place called uh uh long samado sarawak long is, the nearest town is lawas It's it's crazy right so i went there once to plum paddy. Uh, one of my best life experience uh in in the world yeah mm-hmm. really so what i what we what i did was like from kl you need to take a two plus hours uh flight to labuan and then from labuan you mm-hmm. take a three about, about Three hours, uh, fer- I guess three hours. Yeah, around there. I mean, less than three hours ferry to uh to to, to what's this place? Uh, to Lawas, and then mm-hmm. Lawas you take another four plus five hours. Uh, four by four all the way out. I didn't I didn't realize it's that long. So I was like crap. <laughs> uh, when I reach right, uh, <laughs> it's not like a real Genting kind of uh road. Uh. it's the it's the yeah. bumpy. No, no, good, good. Uh, no road, no, no. <laughs>
2: road. I like how you explain it.
3: Literally dark. There's no. It's uh, apart from your, your 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 car light, right? There's nothing else. Uh, mm. So so it's crazy. Like, but then when you arrive, it's fun. Like the next day, we went to Plum Paddy. One of the, my best mm. experiences. Uh, if you if you take a look on my LinkedIn, I I wrote a post about it, and and it's quite fun. Yeah, I enjoyed every single moment. A lot of good conversations, and and yeah, I mean, I'm going back this coming. uh january to to harvest the mm. paddy i went there when during before COVID 2020 i mean uh, during COVID, uh, but anyways uh <laughs> july 2020 down now i'm going back to harvest the the paddy so, so helping them on on, 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 on their. Uh, yeah so so I, I do a little bit on helping out they are my friends so helping up uh, helping them out as well uh, with langit um on, on their uh, fundraising and strategy kind of stuff right so uh other than that it's all about education and uh trying to play, see, working on projects, looking at how, uh, so I I identify a few problems in in the education world, Uh, you know, uh, so one, I mean, it's, uh, how do I put it, 21st century skills, Uh, so what Mm -hmm. I mean is that uh, a lot of of times when you see, right, so uh, our current education system from... Uh, primary school all the way to uh, university It's built mm-hmm. for 19th century. So when the yes, industrial revolution started, and then uh, since then there's no revolution in the education <laughs> system to make it more suited for 21st century, which requires a lot more problem solving, collaborative thinking. Uh, you know, world empathy. I mean, world citizenship mm-hmm. empathy communication rather than being a factory worker with, exactly uh, ai and computers machines robots can do right so so i mean it's very high level but then breaking it down is that uh what i see and hope is that uh, uh what if there's an alternative to university mm. so what i what i envision is that uh yes i mean university won't a lot of universities uh, like lower rank or whatever you know those uh those want to sell you costs and, uh, you know, get, get a, get a kind of a uh, university will will not exist anymore, but then yeah. uh, there will still be universities. And those are for specialized courses, for instance, mm-hmm. engineering. I mean, you don't want to take a plane.
2: <laughs> That's okay certified built by a certified <laughs> engineer, right?
3: Like yes, you don't want a, someone who's not an aerospace engineer certified to I mean even with a certified aerospace engineer there's problem right so, yeah. so screw up so so, so 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 yeah and you don't want a doctor who is not a doctor doctor to, 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 <laughs> to examine and give you medicine or whatever, right? So 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 exactly. specialized okay. courses, yes. But then mm. the majority of the other co- work career or career pathways <laughs> Don't need this kind of uh specialized degree, but rather yes. it it requires a lot more hands on uh mm. live projects kind of stuff. For mm-hmm. instance, I, I from engineering I jump into investments knowing nothing, and then you
2: still can do do a great job, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: fine. So I mean, I mean, it's not that it's easy. It's just that mm. there's some um, the learning is from the on the go. Uh, that obviously you need to be be. I did mean, not say super crazy but hard working enough to, to explore that particular you know some learning some theories of course you need to know but then beyond that it's all about learning on the go, learning on working on the projects and then from there you learn right so i guess more people need to be comfortable in terms of failing
2: mm, yes definitely i or mean like learn. yeah i guess we are conditioned to <laughs> to uh, to, to, to fear failing. We think like failing, like it's like the end of the world yeah. where we feel like, you know, it's a, it's literally a disgrace to the family. We shouldn't tell others about it. But in fact, um, failing, like, 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 like what you said like, like, when, when, when you're in like, like the UK and the France, like screwing up, doesn't do anything You you. Know? You just screw up. It's a bit embarrassing, but no, nothing changed. Yeah. yeah and yeah. in fact, you learn something and yeah. that's how you can, uh, screw up a bit better. Yeah. Next time.
3: <laughs> I mean obviously there's some boundaries to it, right? You know, you don't screw up yeah. making, uh, illegal stuff or whatever, right? So other exactly. than that, it's fine. Right. So so mm-hmm. I, I that's why I, 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 I think there's a lot of work needed on, on that particular site which I'm okay. currently focused on um, on the age of uh, so it's, it's it's practically impossible or not realistic to tell parents, hey see, you my job <laughs> is like this. Uh you don't need degree. Straight away get your students to and join a boot camp. It's just practically impossible, <laughs> right? I mean, you did computer yeah, science, yeah, yeah. so so mm. essentially you don't actually need to do a computer science degree. Exactly, exactly. You, yeah, you do a bootcamp, six months. Boom, go go yeah. and work. So so I guess. Yeah,
2: and in fact, many of the tech firms here they do offer a ap- uh, apprenticeship, Apprenticeship, right? yeah, it's- apprenticeship. Yeah, you literally, if as long as you know how to code and all that, and you can prove that you know how to code, just join in, and then after a year of apprenticeship you might be able to just go up and become a software engineer
3: yeah so two, two things two good things about this right you save a lot of money uh which mm. you ended up you're getting paid doing learning so instead of <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. having all this student debt right so uh, I mean I was quite really privileged and lucky to have a scholarship getting me right or else I wouldn't have mm. gone to university right so that's one mm. and secondly you you gain so much work so much work experience compared to someone who graduated from let's say you, you know you join an apprenticeship you you coded stuff, right? You built stuff already. Mm-hmm. Compared to someone who graduated from Cambridge, Oxford, but then
2: And then we, they need to spend a year like to figure out like, okay, so how do I actually do stuff? How do I actually create things?
3: Yeah. So so <laughs> employees want effective people, right? Think about it. So yeah. obviously they will choose the the, the, the first path. I mean so, so so I guess that's something quite interesting. But then in, in, in Southeast Asia or in Asia context, uh, it's quite practically Mm -hmm. impossible to tell them, say, you know, the the next day you say, Hey, you know, you don't need to go (laughs) university anymore. It's it's, uh, it's more of like, uh, now, like, like, like my, my, my way of thinking about it is going Mm -hmm. through people who want to go to university, but then, I mean, yes, you, mm. need, you still need that university uh, degree because uh, temporarily, you know, want to convince you that yeah. you don't need, but then uh, <laughs> most parents will still want to send them, right? So, yeah, so
2: yeah. There, they we... want something to be able to look at, like, oh, okay, so you did something, you know? <laughs> like, I guess, yeah. just show that you did something.
3: Yes. So I guess uh, in, in the future, it's more of having this mastery transcript. So, mm. so students will be able to continue to build that. Instead of resume, you have a mastery transcript. So you, mm-hmm. have, you, you put justification to what you have done, right? Very similar to portfolio, but this mm-hmm. is more on, uh, in terms of the 21st century skills like problem solving, uh, team communication. Can you quote hard skill and soft skill? Let's put it that way, right? I don't like soft skill, this word, but then uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's bear with it for now. Hard skill means, <laughs> let's say you want to be, be a software engineer, then you have that particular mm-hmm. hard skill. You have portfolio mm-hmm. for that. And then how do you have portfolio for the soft skill? And this together comes as a mastery transcript. So if you have, you can build that without doing a university degree. Yes, might as well, right? You know, uh, and you can only already earn money from that. So I guess the larger picture is uh, to provide an alternative route for people who don't need to a degree. And a lot of mm-hmm. times, most of the jobs out there are generalist. So meaning that they don't need a specialized degree for this. So mm-hmm. like myself, I did engineering I an engineer, and became a investment analyst. A lot of people came in, you know, eventually became sales engineer, become product manager, become a uh, you know customer success. Become startups operations strategy analysts. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't need you don't need to you don't you don't learn to strategy by de- becoming a strategy. I mean, I mean you don't <laughs> learn you don't learn how to be strategy analyst by doing that. Right? You school you, you, you don't yeah you, like like you run business right you don't learn business by learning in school you do business then you you learn business. Yes, and so yes. I guess that's how exactly how I would ambition uh, the whole thing and eventually the larger picture is to, to convince mm. that. Uh, parents and whoever is paying for their, their their kids' uh, you know, future, right? It's like okay, there's actually new alternative pathway because so many people have done it, and mm. I think you, because eventually you think about it, right? So it's that parents are worried because they are worried that their kids can't get a job, can't yeah. can't can't sustain themselves. So ultimately, mm. it's not because they want a good degree, good degree because so that they can get a job. So so yes. the outcome is actually getting a job rather than. Mm. Uh, so if I tell you, hey, you know now no need to do degree anymore. You can also can get a job even higher. What what would be your choice? Like oh crap! I I should have known this. Like so, I guess this is the this is the this is something that I would love to build. Uh yeah, in, in hopefully in, the, in this APEC or you know somewhere beyond beyond this. I guess this is the future of how how we see higher education. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I mean, uh, it's quite funny when you realize, uh, like, I guess many, many people around you, when they start getting out to work, you find that they don't actually work in, on the things that they studied during university. They like, they spend three years, you kind of think like, oh, it's like, it's actually quite a waste, you know? You spend three years studying something, you specialize in something, and then you end up doing something else, like, wait, <laughs> why don't you just, you know, you just skip that part and then just go straight to that? Of course, you might suffer in your first year
0: that's it for this episode. In the next episode, we shall continue our conversation with Nelson on his views on education and his vision for the future. Thanks everyone for listening and hope to see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed, do share with your friends and family and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast. If you are not using an Apple device, you can leave a review on the Apple Podcast website with the link in the show notes. If you have any feedback or thoughts which you hope that we'll discuss in the future, feel free to email them to us at hello at inktorts.com or alternatively, you can send us a private message on our Facebook, Instagram or Twitter with the username of Inktotsport. Thanks again and see you all next week. Bye-bye.